Hey, this is Separate Checks with Jave and Sarah. It's been a long time since we've been together. It was actually the end of 2019 where we wrapped up the decade. Just to refresh your memory, this is where we left off. Big high hopes for 2020. 2020 <laughs> is my year. And Dave, Dave the other day said, 2020 is your year. And then he was like, but it's also my year. <laughs> <laughs> I think we go on to say that we were sick and I was trying to hold off my, my sickness because I was going to be involved at a wedding a few <laughs> days later. You could be around people when you were sick and remember weddings? Yeah, it was like, oh, we're going to push through this. Um, funny, funny. <laughs> that funny, is... Funny, funny is my year. <laughs> <laughs> We are halfway through, and what do you think? Um, <laughs> I don't know whose year 2020 is, but it's not mine. It's yeah. Not, not yours either. It has seemed like this year has been on a pause since it has started. And because, obviously, we can't diminish the effects of the global pandemic, and we don't want to ignore that. At the same time, while real life seems to be on pause, social media is not. It's exploded exponentially. Wow, since you then. are launching into the topic. Yeah, and so let's talk about what you've consumed, how oh, much we've consumed. I'm a total talkhead. <laughs> a talkhead? I don't know if that's a term, but I, I've been saying it with like a lot of confidence. Oh my so god. So that we'll catch on because I have a huge following and influence. Um, but <laughs> you posted one of your firsts or first two on TikTok the other week. I have, um, four talks. Four? Are they called oh talks? Gosh, They're I have called not TikToks. followed you well enough. I have four videos on TikTok. One of them went kind of viral. <laughs> how many, how many Views? Uh, impressions did you? Um, I don't know about impressions. 17 thousand just kidding <laughs> 1725 views wow on one video on my most popular video wow that's incredible because tiktok has that mysterious algorithm where it takes anybody who puts an effort into their content puts very little effort or any 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 type of effort and pushes it out to the front page for all the users to see for a lot of users to see yeah i have night i had I had like five followers when I started posting. Now I have like 19, but that's still, that's a lot of views for the amount of followers. Yeah, it's not at all like, not at all like Instagram. No, you kind of, you, you know, you have all these Instagram coaches and they tell you what to do. And even though you do all their steps that they tell you, it might not work. And on TikTok, it just happens. TikTok just feels so laid back. Like, mm. I love it. I remember we did a pod, we did an episode about, we talked about TikTok like last year and I was very skeptical about it. I thought it was super dumb and it was all <laughs> the Gen Zers, but the millennials have now infiltrated TikTok. Right. They're trying to do something. Instagram, I feel like so much of what people are putting out there is like trying to fit their aesthetic, right. trying to like match their brand and like... It's very curated. Yeah. And TikTok is... Very, it feels like very little curation. Everything happens on the For You page. 
it's the front page. It's yeah. your recommendations. The algorithm hands you. And that's where you could you follow zero mostly. accounts. Mm-hmm. You don't have to follow anyone on yet. TikTok and have a great experience. You can also you could also not even have an account. Yeah. And yeah. have a great experience on TikTok. Um, it's every it's being quickly adopted and you can't ignore it anymore. And all the celebrities are jumping on it. I'm looking at this Hollywood Reporter article and it has um Kevin Hart, Will Smith, Jason Derulo. Literally everybody is on it now. I mean, like, you know, they're they've been on Instagram and YouTube and all that, but the fact is you cannot ignore TikTok anymore. Do you know what I think about TikTok though? Unlike Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook even. I don't really see how service businesses will be super successful marketing on TikTok. Um what do you mean like or extrapolate on that? Like I think there's it, it's it's going to be very unique brands who can reach an audience effectively on TikTok. I don't think it's everyone. Yeah, it may not be unique, but I think brave, bold. We were just talking earlier about Slim Jim and the guy who was uh, who put Slim Jim up to where it has one million followers on Instagram now. He has just passed away a few days ago, but his creativity was to just engage people with memes with their own humor and it wasn't like this like corporate this is how we have to say something and you know it's that's not going to work for every single brand but the brands who are brave enough like remember the wendy's you know yeah on, wendy's on twitter? twitter is lit you know like you need you have brands that are brave enough to put stuff out like there that are just a little spicy is what jack black says about things that are risky is a little spicy and it doesn't have to be risky it just needs to be engaging and talks to the audience so what are your plans on tiktok are you do you want to i mean i guess my plans are to be completely tiktok famous (laughs) what is what is your way of doing that um so i've been pretty hot on the diy train since um the beginning of quarantine well i really have always been on the diy train but i didn't really document my projects very much did a whole laundry renovation that's my my laundry room reno is my biggest hit on tiak tiak cfr <laughs> tell us what you did uh well i had just standard laundry closet with a ugly booger green wall and a wire shelf and i ripped the shelf off the wall i painted it did a fun uh pattern on the back wall using a solo cup kind of stamped yellow circles across the back on a white background if you're having trouble imagining this follow her on tiktok hey <laughs> follow me on tiktok at webstar um you put up a shelf put up a cabinet put up a shelf yep. added some cute things and uh i love it now i do laundry it looks all, awesome all i think your point was you want to hang out there spend time there now right? i've converted what was a closet for sure a closet into now what feels more like a room a room where you can fold where i can fold and actually pretend like i enjoy doing laundry which i do in my my laundry room i mean it's bright in there and it's It's not bright did you think you'd ever get here videoing your your daily life so so to speak no And and i feel weird about it a little yeah but i feel weird when i am 
this is the thing. This is the thing about TikTok. When you're watching videos on TikTok and people are doing tutorials or they're showing you things step by step, you never think about them filming it. No. You just watch it. Right. And you see the steps. It happens right there. And it's like bing, 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 bing. And it's you know they super satisfying. For paint to dry. It's super satisfying to watch one minute right. transformation. The filming it is so awkward. Tedious. Feeling. It just feels like, okay, I'm going to nail in this thing and make sure I get it on camera. <laughs> like, it just feels so weird. Yeah. It's a different way of thinking how yeah. you're, you're going to do something. Because it feels a little angle. self-indulgent mm. when you're, like, painting something and you want to make sure you can get it captured. <laughs> um, like, just do it. Like, don't worry about it, you know? And I, I, yeah. I kind of I constantly fight against the the urge to share my life on social media, whether it's through TikTok or Instagram or whatever, and the urge to be to say, like, why can't you just do it? Why do you need someone else to acknowledge it? Right. And then I, like, regret not taking that yeah. picture or not sharing that thing. Right. Or I post it and I feel embarrassed that I needed that validation. Yeah. So I'm constantly... At There's war a, with myself. I feel like this is weird and maybe reaching, but you could either just n- not post anything and be a ghost and creep on people. Or you post all the things and there's there's no story as to why or how that happened and how you got that result. You have the ability to give the, the process of it. And so you're letting people in on, hey, this is how what I did. This is how I did it. And we can all enjoy the end product together. Okay, I got a would you rather quarantine edition. Okay, all right. So I've seen these floating around a good bit. And this was a good one that my brother-in-law sent me. They're quarantine houses. So you get to pick which quarantine house you'd rather be in. All right. Okay. So I'm just going to give you two at a time and, okay. and we'll like whittle it down. Okay. House one or house two? House, I know what you're going to pick. House one, Netflix and Hulu, heated blanket, comfy couch, Endless snacks, bed bugs. What? Has to porch swing, whiskey, fire pit, fishing pond, living with someone you don't like. Oh, what? House one immediately. Of course. I already have big bed bugs. <laughs> when my family said this to me, I said, I already live with someone I don't like. <laughs> I live alone. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I can wow. I can I can live on the couch. Okay, then house one or house three. Okay. Home. Okay, this remember next. You remember house one? Yeah. Okay, house three. Home gin, protein shakes, view of the city, small dog, no smartphone or tablets. Oh my gosh, house one. Be <laughs> <laughs> on Netflix. Where would I be without Tiger I know, King? I know. I don't. Where would I not, be without this is us? Where would I be without? Outer banks. Okay, it's not going to be any of them, but... <laughs> keep going, keep going. Literally, house one is like, <laughs> if I could pick a house for you to live in... <laughs> house four. Give me house four. Okay. Swimming pool, margaritas, master grill, big dog, no video games. Oh, man. That sounds like an adult 
House. Ooh. You wouldn't want it. Oh man, House One. Still House One. House One. Okay, House Five. Library, Garden, Coffee Bar, Fluffy Cat, Ghosts. Ghosts. I'm. I'm. Dude, I've lived with bed bugs for years. Oh my gosh. Still going back to House care. One. Okay, House Six. Hot tub, Mountain View, Movie Projector, Wine Cellar, No Internet. <laughs> How are you getting your movies? <laughs> like, straight up. Okay, I shouldn't have led with House One. <laughs> house One I is knew like you would want House that's One. That's the house. Can you pick which one I wanted? Um, House One. <laughs> I, I didn't pick House One. Honestly, though, I probably you wanted the really... big dog. Are you a big dog person? No, I hate animals. <laughs> No, I actually Ooh. like I like animals. I like secondhand animals. Mm, what is that like? They they get abused and then they, they give it to you. What? what? Is, Sick. What? No, like my sister and her family are like thinking about getting another dog, and okay. I'm excited about that because okay, I like, so you like you like pets when they're someone else's. Yeah, <laughs> and they're good and sweet. They're, okay, they're good. If they're trash, I don't. I hate them all the way across the board. But mm. like, I never want to have a pet. But I like it when my sister has a pet. Yeah. Okay. Would you rather? Celeb house edition. So you get stuck with these people for two, three months. Okay. House one. Beyonce. Ryan Reynolds. Gordon Ramsay. Adele. And Cardi B. House two. Paul Rudd. Rihanna. LeBron James. Kim Kardashian. And Jennifer Lopez. Wait, only give me two houses at a time. Yeah, that's that was two okay, houses. Okay, but read them again. House one, Beyonce, Ryan Reynolds, Gordon Ramsay, Adele, and Cardi B. Oh, house one. House one? Wait. Wait, because of Cardi B? What's house two? <laughs> you don't even remember house two. <laughs> Paul Rudd, Rihanna, LeBron James, Kim Kardashian, and Jennifer Lopez. That's so hard. What? I what? love Jennifer Lopez. Um, I love Beyonce and Adele and Gordon Ramsay would make all the all good the food. food. Oh my gosh. I have to pick house one. Yeah, house one. Was I Gordon love Paul Ramsey. Rudd, but Ryan Gosling's hot. So. Ooh, that's true. Okay, here's one. Okay. House three. Blake Lively, Steve Carell, Tracy Ellis Ross, Taylor Swift, and John Legend. I switched to house three. What? Why? Steve? Steve, oh, he can't cook for you. Steve would be alone and I would pick him. <laughs> <laughs> wow, okay, so house three versus house four. House four. I don't know if you remember Kiki Palmer. Uh, gotta, uh, no, not gotta kick it up. Um, Akila and the V. Yeah, <laughs> wow, that was so long ago. She's been in more other things, more other things. I know, but she was in, okay. What's that double Dutch movie? No, uh, she jump wasn't in, in that. Was she in that? Yeah. With Corbin Blue? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. Probably not. Kiki, John Krasinski, Kiki. Rebel Jimmy. Wilson, Wilson, Demi Lovato, and The Rock. Mm, John. John, you're you're dumping Steve for John. Well, no, I'm just thinking about him. Oh. Okay, wait, John. You get The Rock. You get Rebel. Ooh, Rebel is your girl. The Rock. Rebel's funny. Demi is your girl too. I though. love Demi. Oh my gosh. Wait, who's in the house I'm in now? Blake Lively. I love her. 
<laughs> you just like love every single one. <laughs> Steve Carell. I love him. Tracy Ellis Ross. I don't know who that is. She's um she's good. She's funny. She's cool. Taylor Swift and John Legend. Taylor Swift's probably annoying. <laughs> John Legend's probably like every second he's like <laughs> all <laughs> me. He's like who ate all my meat. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my toilet paper? <laughs> Where's who used the TP? <laughs> you used the last roll. <laughs> it was Taylor. Um, Which one is it? Who will it be? I guess I'll move on just for fun. Move on. John Krasinski, Rebel Kijo. Wilson, Kiki Palmer, Demi Lovato, Dwayne The Rock, Johnson for House 4 versus House 5. Vanessa Hudgens. Ryan Gosling again? Wait. Kylie Jenner? Nick Jonas and Chrissy Teigen. I hate this house. I hate that house. <laughs> I have absolutely no temptation to be in that house. Okay, we're leaving that house. I forgot what, what I number I think that is. I kind of want to jump back into house one. Oh, house one? Which is with Gordon? You yeah, with Beyonce teeth. and Gordon. Oh, Adele. How do you feel about Adele losing about 250 pounds? <laughs> I feel good is about that, it. That's not an issue to you. No, good it doesn't her. change her voice. <laughs> Does it? Doesn't it? Her fat wasn't making her a good singer. <laughs> Are you sure? Yes. <laughs> I don't care. I'm glad for her. She wants to be skinny. Uh, for the for the. I want what she's having. You know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hop on that Adele. That night. is a great response. Here, let's do one one more house. Okay. Billy Slytherin. <laughs> Are you making one up? No, Billie okay. Eilish. Okay. Odell Beckham Jr. is a football player. <laughs> Tina Fey. Dr. Phil. And Yara Shahidi. I don't know. That. I want to make my own house. Okay, make your own house. Billy. Okay. Tina. Whoa. Steve. Okay. Beyonce. <laughs> Gordon. <laughs> one last one. Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> you make one. Mine. Joe Coy. Who's that? He's a Filipino comedian. Oh, sorry. Don't keep up wow. with the culture. Joe Rogan. <laughs> Is everyone named Joe? <laughs> <laughs> Joe Biden. <laughs> Joe Exotic. <laughs> can you think of another Joe? I'll be so blown away if you can think of another Joe. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> JoJo. JoJo. Uh, oh, my TP. I never thought that we'd even go back to TikTok five, six months ago. Even talk about it the way we do now and even use every, it. I thought it was... Every time we TikTok about it, I just... <laughs> <laughs> We're just like all over TikTok now. And I just cannot that's... quit TikToking about it. <laughs> Stop. It is just reminiscent of what's happening now. Things are changing in our lives. And the, when we go back, 
out of this quarantine, out of lockdown, it's going to be so different. But one of the things that's changed, I think, for the best is celebrities finding ways to to be themselves, but to entertain and to make an impact um, in, in their community and in the country and in the world. And one of the biggest ones is John Krasinski. SGN. SGN, some good news. Love it. Quick summary for anybody who hasn't seen it, go. Um, SGN is a kind of a weekly, not kind of a, SGN is a weekly show that John Krasinski started a few weeks ago to um, bring some positivity, some some good news into the mix and amongst all of the news about the pandemic. It's filmed in his house. And similarly to what I was talking about with those TikToks, the production value feels really low. It feels very kind of thrown together. A lot of the in- interviews are on Zoom. And uh, it's been wildly successful. Wildly successful. I think a lot of it is because he includes people's stories, like real life yes. stories. Yeah, It's a good mix of celebrity and um, that kind of star power thing you look for, for on, a, on a talk show. But also yeah. a lot of stories about real people. A lot more stories about real yeah. people than any other talk show I've ever seen. Yeah. Maybe Ellen is the only other one. But even even she only features, you know, like maybe one person per episode. Right. Um, his, his is all completely... In the past few episodes... user-generated content. I mean, he's he's just taking a lot of content from regular folks, which is genius because he that he doesn't have to produce anything. Right. You can't produce stories <laughs> you can't manufacture stories right he's and just taking what people are already putting out there and giving it a bigger platform which is brilliant and um i cry every episode i, I love five times uh when you say you know he includes a lot of people in their stories and celebrities he integrates that very well i think the best one um well i don't i don't know what the best one is but one of the great ones was the graduation and he said john said instead of giving you one commencement speaker we're gonna uh connect you with a famous person that you're inspired by and you can ask them all the questions you want so they have steven spielberg you have oprah um and they have john stewart and i'm forgetting other names but the fact that they included the students and have a face-to-face so to speak chat with with people who have made it who have been influential that's so meaningful and like you i I literally every week is i'm like how do you top this i'm just thinking of this now but i think a big difference between what he's doing and then what we've seen in traditional talk show format the jimmy fallon's the ellen's the uh jimmy kimmel's he's not putting celebrity on a pedestal in the sense that like you're a celebrity tell us what you're doing tell us what your life is um, like because you are a celebrity, it automatically makes your life worth knowing about. Right. Instead, he is inviting normal, regular folks into the platform, saying, "Tell us what's happening, but in your life." And oh, by the way, we're gonna have these celebrities come in in service to you mm. because of your situation, what you have accomplished, what your desires are. Yeah. And they're going to come in and and serve you. Yeah. That's well, wow. profound. I mean, really John Krasinski's posture ever since the beginning was like this is 
an obvious thing to do. Um, I'm not the only one who's doing telling good stories during this time. And so with that kind of attitude, he has this way of including you because it's not his platform. It's not his channel. It's for all of us. And I'm bought in. I'm completely bought in. Every time it's posted, I'm in for it. And again, the last episode as of this recording was the the, the, the office cast coming together. And again, that was that for was a wedding. That was celebrity <laughs> not coming in. You know, any other talk show host would have said, Oh, we got Steve Carell to agree to be on our show. Right. Let's ask him what he's doing in quarantine. Let's talk to Steve Carell. Like let's and yeah. and it was so like approached with so much humility because he had all of these stars on there and they were there just to celebrate a wedding. A wedding and make people two people feel special yeah and like i'm wondering how do we take that how do you put that and put it in a bottle how do you how do you look at that and apply it in other places i mean i don't know what if can we can learn it. what can't... can you learn from that posture yeah of um celebrity endorsements or um just how does a brand take that in and apply it in how they talk about themselves and how they talk about their customers and their clients, their viewers. I think there are, there are brands who are good at that. And at the same time, the accessibility for the, for huge voices like, you know, Hollywood celebrities, I don't know if it'll ever be the same like that. I mean, no No, one's working. Everyone's so available. You're right. No one's working. It's such a unique time. Just get Robert De Niro to do your weather for a second. I mean, you know, it's no one's as available uh, as far as celebrities, it seems. um, But I think that's another thing, too, though, is we're learning like through this, like, were you really not available? Was Robert De Niro (laughs) really unavailable to do a 20 second (laughs) clip and text it to somebody well, like, it does put into question a lot of your priorities not just celebrities but a lot of us it's like what what did i really have time for out of this though brands are like just pushing out all the marketing for their covid responses and how they're going to serve their customers during this time country Every single video is, every single ad is like piano music, piano music, piano music, sad clips, sad clips, grayscale, grayscale, in a world where... Very somber, very unprecedented serious. Unprecedented times. We must band together in the fight and the front lines. Yeah, the all we're all in this together. What did you say the other week about the whole togetherness and experiencing together? Um... I think people need to be careful about saying we're all in this together because I feel like it doesn't acknowledge everyone's experience. Mm. So like, yes, we're all, we're all being affected by the same thing, but everyone's being affected in different ways. Mm. And some people's experience is much more comfortable than others. Right. So saying we're all in this together feels a little bit like not acknowledging that some people are having incredible struggle right during this period and other people are just bummed they can't go out to restaurants with their friends. 
So how does a brand differentiate themselves? How do they acknowledge that without alienating other people, most people? I don't know that they need to. Hmm. That's something I've kind of been talking about, thinking about. I don't know that brands need to pretend to understand everyone's experience Hmm. and speak to everyone's experience. What I said the other day and what I think is true is that brands need to find out what they offer. Right. What do they bring? What can they do Mm -hmm. for people right now? And tell me that. Hmm. I don't need your sentiments. I don't need your promises that we're all in this together. I need to know that whatever I want from you, I can get it. I can get it easily. I can get it. Uh, it's safe and it doesn't add more stress. It's safe. Right? It's stress-free. Yeah. It's at an appropriate price or whatever it is. Right. So we don't get, we don't give any pre, free pubs, free pubs in this, in this podcast, but who no has done pub. that the best? No free pub. No free pub. <laughs> um. Well, I look at a lot of data on, on just, ads in general because so much of my job is creating them and trying mm-hmm. to figure out what messages really resonate and the most successful ads have been ones that are very clear about what they're doing right now and that's like pizza ads mm. uh we don't touch your pizza right okay that is good info that makes <laughs> me that makes me in a time where i'm not sure about right where restaurants are getting their food who's touching them right what's showing up on my door right in in that time it's great to know that no one is going to touch my pizza and like i don't need papa john's to get on there and tell me that we're all in this together i need papa john's to get on there and tell me no one touches my pizza (laughs) and they get it to me and and if i go and pick it up or they deliver it to me no one's touched it yeah like that's really valuable piece of information or like if your business normally operates brick and mortar and now you're offering online, yeah, tell me. That's what I want to know. I don't care that you love this community. I know you love this community. Yeah. If you love it, show it with action, not words. Mm, beautiful. Doesn't work for everyone, but Yeah, I mean, I think one of the one of my favorites is always has still been Facebook groups. I love Facebook. And now groups. it's just just like, you know, Everything you're, you've been doing and now you're just doing it at home, keep sharing that and, and keep doing it. And that's the message. And Well, if your brand, if your message outside of this is offering connection and hope, then yeah, we want to hear from you that you're continuing to offer connection and hope. Mm. I'm not saying those messages need to die right. completely. It's just I don't like it when... I don't like it when the company that doesn't, that's not normally their brand message, hmm. comes in and starts offering, talking about, you know, how much they feel the pain and, and are in the struggle. And right. like, like I just, I feel like it's inauthentic and I don't, Inauthent- on, it's inauthentic. inauthentic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, like, okay, I work for a news station. Mm-hmm. We're very community oriented. Right. That's what our business is. So it's appropriate for our business is reporting to the community. To the community about the community. So for us to put out a spot that's speaking to caring for the community feels like it's right. It's on brand. Right. It's right. So it's it's work off of what you're you're strong at. Work with what you know. I think that the the, what I'm what I'm getting what I'm what's boiling down to is 
don't try to be a brand you're not. Mm-hmm. Don't try to capitalize on the situation. Right. And be fake. Right. To try and look like somebody that you're not. Right. Grubhub was a great commercial. What do they do? So the Grubhub has a great commercial speaking to the value of restaurants. Mm. And how you should support local restaurants because they matter. Mm-hmm. And and that's on brand because they support local restaurants right. through their service. <laughs> yeah. So like they make their whole service is making local restaurants more accessible. Mm-hmm. So for them to speak to that feels appropriate. Right. That, that's speaking from a consumer's perspective. We don't want to be pitied too much. You know, we want, we still, yeah, like I, I think there's a semblance for... of nor- normalcy that we need, but also there's, there's that desire to, to feel like not everything is going downhill. And Like I saw a great commercial from Oreo. Okay. And it was all about staying playful, right? Mm. They were showing all kinds of funny videos of people at home. And like what people are doing in quarantine and how they're continuing to find joy and smile and laugh. And yeah, there were people eating Oreos in some of the clips. Right. How weird would it be if you clicked on and you saw a commercial from Oreo talking about how these are unprecedented times <laughs> and we're all in this together yeah. and, and now somber, more than ever. And now more than ever. We need to dip that we Oreo. Yep, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and that milk. Like, milk. <laughs> like it would feel so wrong right and so like obviously they look at their brand and they say we bring joy that is what our product does yeah cookies bring joy so this needs to align there's a sense that it's not just because they don't say that in these great times or they don't have solemn music that they're ignoring it i think the the best ads put vignettes over their brand's identity so it's not to to say oh this isn't isn't happening and we're just going to continue to operate it's during these times this is how we're gonna come to you this is how we're going to serve you and in a way that is authentic and that is very much to the brand's identity and what their mission has been the whole time and what their messaging has been the whole time and i think yeah everybody has pivoted into like this oh gosh, we need to be super serious. And I think somebody on your LinkedIn post um, commented that humor can also be just as effective even in a time of pandemic and lockdown and crisis like this. You just have to do it right. And so I think it takes, like we said earlier, brave and bold brands to put messages out there that, that isn't just cliche or easy or obvious, but ones that dig deeper and ones that, like you say, serve and meet people where, where they want to be met. Yeah, where they're at. This is a little bit more of a serious podcast episode, but things are changing. And, and we're changing too. And we're changing. And we are not going to be doing jokes or j- stupid games <laughs> ever again anymore because 2020 is about getting to the nitty gritty and getting our priorities growing right. up and yeah we forget about hot girl summer because like, summer is canceled <laughs> really oh, oh. <laughs> um, i love hot girl summer guys thank you for spending time with us i hope that 
you are having a the quarantine of your life. Having a quarantine of your life with Joe's. <laughs> Stay safe and call your loved ones. Seriously. Yeah, because they're probably alone and sad. Yeah, some some and... of us can't can't leave. All right, y'all. Ciao. See y'all later.